What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, my name is Steve Austin. I am bringing you today's podcast from Hebrews chapter 7, verses 11 through 17 in the NIV version of the Bible. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come, one in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron? For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belonged to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. And what we have said is, is even more clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears, one who has become a priest not on that basis of a regulation as to his ancestry, but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. For it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Okay, Ross and Cloud have both explained who Melchizedek is and his role in Scripture and specifically to this chapter. So if you have not listened to uh, the two days previous to today's podcast, you need to go back and listen to that because they do a great job of explaining and I will just kind of piggyback on their explanations instead of attempting to explain who Melchizedek is. <clears throat> so what I want to do now is, uh, is go through and, um, and um, just uh, read this section of Scripture with a little bit of commentary mixed in with it. And then at the end, as we are discussing the reality of Jesus being greater, I want to give us seven reasons how and why Jesus is greater than the Levitical priests and, of course, Melchizedek. So... We'll start with verse 11. If perfection could have been attained through the, through the Levitical priesthood. Okay, let's talk about the Levitical priesthood. Remember, the Levites are one of the 12 tribes, which makes up God's people known as the Israelite nation. The Levites were responsible for the priestly duties of sacrificing animals for the cleansing of sins for God's people. Back to uh, verse 11. Um, if perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, just explain that, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come, one in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron? Okay, let's talk about Aaron for a second. Aaron is the part of, tri uh, of the tribe of Levi, and therefore he had the right and responsibility to perform priestly duties, but there was still need for one greater than any former priest, even Melchizedek, who occupied a dual role, as you learned from, from Cloud, as a priest and a king in another land and for another people who were not even considered to be God's people, but yet who God had accepted. Um, back to verse 12. Um, so the question is, why is there a need for another priest to come? Verse 12. For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belonged to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. Now that's talking, speaking of Melchizedek. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah. Okay, now the writer is referring to Jesus, and he's building his case for why Jesus is greater. 
So now he introduces Jesus. And in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priest. And what we have said is even more clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears, kind of paving the way, one who has become a priest, not on the basis of regulation to his ancestry, but on the basis of the, of the power of an indestructible life. For it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Okay. Again, our theme as we trek through the book of Hebrews is Jesus is greater. So here in our text, Jesus is greater than the anointed Levites who were responsible for cleansing, outwardly cleansing the sins by the sacrifice of animals' blood and, and, uh, and, and uh, burning that, the meat there on the altar. Jesus is greater than Melchizedek, who was a priest and king of a foreign nation and also accepted by God. He was, um, he was greater than Melchizedek. So the question is, how is Jesus greater? Well, there are seven things that I just want to uh, share with you here at the end of, of this thought process that I believe will help us understand the reality of who Jesus is and how he is much greater than any sacrifice that could ever be given. Number one, Jesus fulfilled the entire law and ushered in the fullness of God's grace being expressed upon humanity. Jesus fulfilled the law. He was the only one who was able to do that. And not only did he fulfill the law, but fulfilling the law ushered in the fullness of God's grace being expressed to us who certainly do not deserve that grace. Number one. Number two, Jesus abolished the old way of yearly sacrifices for sin. Melchizedek was still offering sacrifices for sin as a priest. The Levites were always offering sacrifices once a year for, for each family. Jesus abolished that old way of yearly sacrifices for sin, and he became the one-time and for all-time sacrifice for sin. Jesus completely took every sin and he nailed it to the cross and accomplished everything that God desired to accomplish through him, the removing of our sin so we could have perfect union with God once again. Third thought I want you to understand Jesus is greater because he left the glory of heaven and took on human form in an earth suit. He lived a sinless life as God and man at the same time. No one has ever done that. No one ever will do that. The one-time sacrifice of Christ is good enough because he lived a sinless life representing our side as human and representing God's side as sinless so therefore, we get credit for his perfect performance. Number four, Jesus faced every temptation known to mankind and overcame every single one of them, even facing direct temptation from Satan himself. Fifth thing I want you to understand, Jesus is greater because he is the ultimate fulfillment of all prophecies concerning all priests, all kings, and the one true Messiah. Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment for all of those things. Sixth thing I want you to understand, Jesus is greater because he is chosen by God to completely remove anything which has the capacity of causing division between God and mankind. Only Jesus can do that. 
seventh and final thing I want you to understand. Here it is. Jesus is greater because he made a way for all of us to enter into the throne room of God boldly and with confidence. We can approach God, the God of all creation, and fellowship with him intimately because of the way that Jesus has made. When the veil was torn, the veil separated anyone except the priests who could go in and make those sacrifices. When the veil was torn, we all became equal and have the right to approach God with boldness and confidence as we allow His love to permeate our being. How is Jesus greater? Because Jesus is perfect. And perfection is 100% and Jesus is 100% perfection. There is no room for error. His perfect life offers us perfect relationship with the God who made us. Jesus truly is greater. I mm. hope you have enjoyed today's podcast, and I hope you will tune in to the rest of the chapter and the rest of this book coming up in the days to follow. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.